This week's episode is brought to you by the letter M for March and by the number 47 because Austin and Tim traveled back in time to March 14th, 1947 using their time machine to watch one, two, three, four, five, six movies. One, the best years of our lives. Two, San Quentin. Three, Henry V. Four, Scarface. Five, Suddenly It's Spring, and six, Notorious. V is for veterans, C is for convicts, K is for kings, G is for gangsters, S is for sexy girls in lingerie, and N is for Nazis. What's that spell? Absolutely nothing. But all of that is featured on this week's episode of Film Geek Time Machine. everyone, and welcome to Film Geek Time Machine. I'm your host, Austin Kennedy. I'm Tim Kaiser, Austin. Yay, nice to meet you. 1947. 1947. Let's yes. go. You know what 1947 is? Huh. It's the fucking best year of my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't alive, but sure. <laughs> and on this podcast, this is the podcast where we go back in time to a random date, and this was kind of a random date. Sort of not, this, uh, actually not really. Let's see, anything within this two-week span was random, okay? <laughs> so, actually, we're a random date, but anyways, what we do is we pick a date, and we look at the newspaper from that date, and then we pick movies, usually five to eight movies, and we will have a movie marathon, and we watch them there. We actually go back in time and watch them. We do. That's what we do. Actual anyways. plutonium time machine. That's right. March 14th, 1947 is the day that we went back in time to this time. The reason why we picked it was because at the start of the season... I asked him, I'm like, hey, is there any movies that you would like to talk about? And you said, yes, I would like to talk about the best years of our lives. I'd like to, yeah. to discuss that movie on the podcast. I'm like, okay. And that came out in 1946. That won Best Picture in 1946. So I looked in 1946. It did not come out in Minneapolis, Minnesota until March 14th, 1947. That's weird. Until after it had won the awards. Yeah, yeah. And it actually says, so we're looking at the ad. It actually says it won more, more awards than for any other picture. And Does so, they mean just in that year or ever? Maybe that year. I don't. And then it's just because first... I can. I can believe it winning Best Picture. I can yeah. believe it winning Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The actors are good, but yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. they're award winning good. But Frederick <laughs> March won as well for Best. Okay. Actor. Yeah. Okay. But um. But anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Um. So only slightly. It's the first movie. <laughs> right, right. It is the first movie. So. But the time period, so there isn't really a much we could find of like as far as the number one songs and stuff. But the number one songs around that time, I don't you can know. say that Manuga, Nicaragua, Freddie Martin and his orchestra with Stuart Wade. I listened to it. It's kind of it's kind of fun. Okay. Anniversary song with Dinah Shore. Dinah Shore. Dinah Shore did that song. Was she twelve? No, no. She was just older in the seventies. She was like fifties in in the seventies. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember thinking <laughs> she was that old. I guess. And then heartaches was Ted Weems, which is like an instrumental. So it's a lot of like kind of jazzy stuff. This was before Open rock the and roll, door, obviously. Yeah, by Wait. Count ba- Bassie or Basie. But there's also another version of it. Oh, the Three Flames. 
two versions of that same song. Oh, that's weird. Charted at the exact same time. <laughs> the old lamp lighter with uh, Swing and Sway with Sammy K. Then there was some television stuff. Really, they only have like the NBC stuff that we're looking at. So this was Friday, and this is what we had. It's it only was on NBC. Yeah, and it was pretty. Oh, much well, it's because there 1947 was. It was very early. TV barely existed, and there really wasn't any. Like, as far as scripted television shows, this was like Campus Hoopla, which was a game show. There's a lot of local You are an artist. And then I Love to Eat. <laughs> that was a game thing. show? I, I see was, you had clicked on I it. I did. So it's a host, it's a cooking show hosted by James, James Beard, I guess. I think I've heard of James Beard. Maybe. That was what was on television in 1947. But it might have been I Had a Beard. <laughs> <laughs> so the this these were the other movies that were um, in the newspaper. We'll take a look here that we didn't pick. So there's the Fighting Frontiersman, James Cagney in 13 Room Madeline, mm-hmm. um, Edward G. Robinson in The Red House. The Show Off. That's a couple of show- showings of The Show Off, whatever the hell that is. So we should have saw <laughs> California because we already saw Texas. But we, we should have seen <laughs> California. But it had Ray Milland in it again. What? So, yeah, Ray oh, wow. and Barry. A younger Actually, Ray Milland. Yeah, that was right around we the could have seen humoresque with Joan Crawford and John Garfield. <laughs> Tyrone Power. Oh, that wasn't out yet. Next Friday, it was an advertisement for next Friday, The Razor's Edge. Oh, we couldn't see that then. We did not see it. Our time machine doesn't work quite that well. No. We can't go to multiple times. At the the Jolson time. story would have been interesting about the Al Jolson. We didn't see that. I wonder, it's 47, there still would have been blackface in that movie. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Let's see, we got uh, Gallant Best, Secret Heart, um, Cockeyed Miracle. Ooh, very cockeyed. Perfect Marriage, King's Row. I want to say that had, there's Robert Cummings, but I think Ronald Reagan was in that, early Ronald Reagan. So what we did pick, we picked six movies. So obviously Best Years of Our Lives, that was the first one we did at 10 a.m. We saw um, a B movie, San Quentin. Now this is the 1946 one. There's a 37 movie there's, called San And there's Quentin. a bunch of other ones just called Escape from San Quentin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look up San Quentin, you might screw up and see the wrong yeah, thing. Right. Okay? San Quentin, Lawrence Tierney stars in it, who... Um, is known, he's best known for, amongst film geeks these days, as playing Joe, the old man in Reservoir Dogs. He's the guy that sets up the heist yes. and stuff. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I totally knew that. And we'll talk, Way before this. And we'll talk more about uh, Lawrence Turner, uh, because okay. I got I'm, some history I'm, I'm, I was Lawrence talking Turney. to a friend of mine, the fact that I had seen that movie, literally a half hour ago, and he goes, oh yeah, blah, 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 it's Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, well, Austin already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I sure did. Yeah. That, that's, that's actually kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to see it, because I wanted to see Lawrence Tierney in an older movie. But um, Okay, then we also have Lawrence Olivier in, this is our first Shakespeare movie, Henry V. It is. So, and this was, this was actually made in 44, but it got a release in 46, and now it's 47, so it's, it's still a, out. It's an actual Shakespeare. Um, we also <laughs> saw the 1932 Scarface. Yes. So we saw that, yes. Classic. The classic one. Yes. Not cl- even more classic than the 1940s movies. <laughs> and then um, suddenly it's spring. Yeah, which nobody's heard of. With Yeah, right. I it, never has, it has a big ad. I never heard of it. Ain't nobody fucking heard of this movie. It's the biggest ad in the, it is. In the it's paper. Real, it's real big. But it's Fred McMurray. It's mostly because they got that statue. Well, it's Paul and Goddard yeah. and, uh, and Fred McMurray. Yeah, we, we have become Fred McMurray fans. That's right. That's right. Ever um, since uh, Mutiny. Kane Mutiny. Kane yeah, Mutiny. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. And then Alfred Hitchcock. This is our fourth Hitchcock movie. It is. Notorious. Uh, the only movie of these that I've seen before was Best Years of Our Lives. Was that the only one that the you've only seen, one. too? Only one I had ever seen. Okay, okay. And so, having watched them all, I'm like, mm, I don't think... I mean, there was a chance I had seen Scarface stuff, but I'm like, no. It just feels like you've seen Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So the Best Years of Our Lives, this was a very important film. This was directed by um, William Wyler. Now, we already did a William Wyler movie. We did Dead End. 
He directed Dead End. It, does he only make fantastic movies? <laughs> is, that what, is that what's going on here? Yeah, he directed uh, Ben Hur, and you know, okay, he's he's, he's pretty highly regarded. Okay, as as a, as yeah. a good filmmaker. Well, I, so. I wonder why. <laughs> Because of how fucking amazing. Yeah, the best years of life. So this was an interesting film when it came out because, you know, it's a big World War II movie. And at this time, you know, ever you know, America was all, you know, America, rah, 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 yeah. kind of thing. And there was a lot of, like, pro-war films that were coming out during the war and then after the war. This was the first one to actually deal with veterans coming home yeah. and having not a great experience. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And so this was, but, this was a very important film when it came out. I mean, it ends it where out. they're all happy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they are not happy for 90% of this movie. <laughs> they are all fucking miserable. Right, and so it was. it's kind of a bittersweet movie because it's, it's called The Best Years of Our Lives, and it's... Yeah. it's, the, it's I think it's more... Uh, it's like a comment on the fact that they threw away the best years of our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? I, I, I think is. so. But yeah, Although so, one of them was like 45 when he went to war. So. <laughs> right, which I think was common in World yeah, War II. Oh, yeah, for, he was like a doctor or something like that? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess so, for some reason I'm not 100% clear, but, if, I, but I loved him. Oh yeah, so it follows three veterans, and they're all very different, and they it's call kind from of, different backgrounds. It kind of yeah. mostly follows two, and then there is the third one who isn't in it as much, but is the best one. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, you got. Um, see, I have to go to the casting because I always forget characters' names. But yeah, anyways, Frederick Mark plays uh, Al, and then Dana Andrews is Captain Fred Dury. The other guy is Harold Russell, and he plays Petty Officer Second Class Homer Parrish. Homer Parrish. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so they kind of meet when they're. Um, going on a flight home, they're all kind of waiting to go home. They're kind of like on waiting lists and stuff. And they're like, hey, why don't you hop on this plane and we'll hop on this bomber and we'll fly home. So they all fly home. And Dana Andrews is familiar with it because he was a bomber during the uh, yeah. during the war. Yeah. So he was like, oh, yeah, this is where the bombardier is. And he's yep. like talking yep. about that stuff. He was the guy who was actually doing the bombing right. part. He wasn't the pilot or anything. No, 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 he no. He was in the bombing, I don't know, whatever that, the bombardier, right. like, Window. Okay. So they're going to their Midwestern hometown. It's Boone City, which yeah. is a made up. It's a made it's up. It's made up. And it actually seems like it's a relatively sizable city. It's a pretty big city. So when I was thinking of Boone City, I'm like, oh, is this like a hick town? But no, I'm but like, they got like oh, taxis and it takes it's, them a it long time. It seems like it's like Cincinnati taxis. or something. Yeah, or it's it, like... it, yeah, probably similar to that. <laughs> it seems to be, yeah, Cincinnati or Cleveland. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. It's, it's like a it's mid not, It's not Chicago. It might be Milwaukee. It might be, might be Minneapolis. Okay, yeah, it could be. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. They all they all happen to be going to the same town, so they kind of get to know each other. And like, oh yeah, and they talk about like, oh yeah, I have a wife, or you know, and then uh, the, uh, Homer's like, oh yeah, I have a fiance. But the thing is, with with Homer, it's really interesting. So he has. Uh, hooks for hands, so he doesn't. Yes. He has no hands. And they and th didn't cast a chump and put him in hook hands. No, they cut a guy's hands off. <laughs> <laughs> no, they found a guy who had actually lost his hands in the war. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and he was not an actor. He was not an actor. Yeah, but yeah. he's the best actor in this movie. <laughs> yeah, mostly because he doesn't have to act. Yeah, it's terrible. All Russell. this shit happened to him. Yeah, absolutely. And then all the other two, the other two are just like going back. And one is like Frederick March. He's kind of, I wouldn't say rich, but he's pretty. He was wealthy. Upper middle class. It didn't seem like he was an officer because, yeah. in actuality, the other guy actively says, I outrank you. Yeah, he's a captain. Point. He's a captain. He's a yeah. captain. You find in out that Dana Andrews. In a different branch of the services. Well, Dana, <laughs> Dana Andrews, Captain Fred Dury, he was, he was like a soda jerk, and he literally wasn't anybody, but he met someone during um, when he was in service. Yeah, yep. 
and then married and then he, her. Yeah, but then he disappeared for a year because he went to service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he came back and 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 seen her. So th- there's all three different stories. So one of the stories is the Frederick March, and you kind of find out that he's kind of a little bit of an alcoholic. Um, well, I, I think maybe he became an alcoholic. Cause oh, absolutely. He, was, he came back and he immediately gets blitzed yeah. that night. Yeah, and he brings his entire family. Played, uh, well, he doesn't bring and his, son. his uh, he brings his mother, his wife, and his daughter. His wife is played by Myrna Loy, who's a really great actress. I oh really yeah, like yeah, her a lot. And then Teresa Wright plays. As much as Peggy, I said, yeah. what's this? Uh, uh, Marks? Is the that Homer is the best actor? Yeah. Everybody in this movie is fantastic yeah. actor. I would say they're so. all. Um, they crush every right, right, scene right. they're in. It goes back and forth between the three lives, and Frederick March is trying. He's struggling with like works at a bank. But the thing is, he's a little softer now. Like he wants to give like veterans loans yes. and stuff. Yep. But that's sh- not good for the you, bank. If actually, you show up and say, "I'm a vet." And I need a loan to buy a bank. And he goes, here's your money. <laughs> yeah, right. And which gets him in trouble a little bit. Dana Andrews is struggling trying to find his place, trying to get a job. And he can't. So he ends up back at the soda fountain where he's working at. Yeah. And then and where he said he was never going back to. Yeah, he said he was never going to do it. And then his wife hates it because she just wants to go out on the town and party. And then meanwhile, Dana Andrews has... Captain Fred Dury has his eyes on Al's daughter, and, yeah. and they had kind of have a connection there too. So yeah, he meets her when he's drunk. Yeah. he wakes up at their house yeah. after getting drunk, that and he night thinks that maybe with his, new, with his new best friend. Right, 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 right. The Homer story is more struggling with him. Like he is scared that his uh, fiance won't want him because of his hands. And, yeah. and is very upset about it. But even though she's pretty much all in, like she, she, in some ways, I would actually say she is the most rookie actor in this movie. Though. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't, I mean, she's trying to act like a little kid, but she's going a little bit too much act. Like, yeah, yeah, you're, not yeah, supposed yeah. To be, you're not supposed to be 12. Okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to be. She was like 16, 17, maybe. You're supposed to be maybe, like 18 yeah, or yeah. something like that. But you're acting like you're eight years old. Right. Okay? But. You know, but she's kind of all in. Like, she's, you know, she... Yeah. You know, you know and... Still, I still love you. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not... But he is not seeing it because he just no. has this vision of that he's a monster in his yeah. head. That nobody could possibly... Yeah. There's a great scene him. in the movie where... The vets actually... He... I think he's actively willing to be their friends. Yeah. Because he feels they at least understand... Yes. ...what has happened. Yep. Okay. And, and his other but, family... But his family's yeah. never going to understand. Right, right, right. And his mom is pretty, in particular, pretty upset about it. And, yeah. And uh, he doesn't want people to make it a big deal because everyone's like, hey, let me help you with that luggage. Like, nope, I got it. I got, I got it. it. Uh, he's but, really, here's the thing. Because he w- he really did lose his hand. Yeah. He's really fucking good with his <laughs> Yeah, right? And I'm like, yeah, oh, Every once dead. in a while, he'll drop something. But, I mean, I drop things all the time. Well, he's like, so it's he, like... He, he pull, takes a pen out and he starts to sign something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like... I can probably do it with actual hands. Okay. <laughs> no. So that was interesting. And, uh, but I really did like that, you know, that she, you know, she comes around and she's just like, look, I can show you. Actually, one of the, a great scene in the movie is when she, when he's like, you know what? If you want to see what it's really like to be with me, that you're going to have to come and see how I go to bed. Yeah. And so uh, he takes his arm. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you the yeah. story. One of the times I watched this, I watched this with my mother. Okay. Because she had never seen it. Oh, a while ago? This was probably like 15 years ago. Yeah, okay, okay. And when that scene happened, because I told her that he won a special, he won his Academy Award. He won a special award and the actual yeah, Oscar. he actually got two awards. They didn't because they, they were, didn't think he was going to win. They didn't think he was going to win. But anybody yeah. watched this movie is like, of course he fucking won. What the fuck <laughs> okay? But, but she, she was watching it and she, was, she, she yeah. liked the movie a lot. But when that scene came up, she goes, that's why he won. Yeah. That fucking scene it's really is good. so fucking heartbreaking. It's really good. It's so, God, just, oh, I, I, right. was, I was choked up for most of the So this movie. is <laughs> this is a two-hour, 
in 52 minute movie, oh, so it's almost three hours. By. It, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't feel long. By. Doesn't feel long for me. Like, everyone's pretty good in the movie. Dan Andrews is a little no. He's the weak side. He's the weakest link for me. Which one? Dan Andrews. He's Captain Fred Dury. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For really? me, he's the weakest link. There's but there are times where I love him. Yeah. He breaks up with the wife. Yeah. And he is trying to just like leave town. Yeah. Near the end of the movie. Yeah. And he sees. All those derelict planes. That was a great scene. And he gets yeah. in one. Yeah. Also, that shot yeah. is fucking mind-blowing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, good. well, I think it's not harder when they're, at the time, there almost certainly were entire graveyards of these ships, <laughs> of these planes. Yeah, no. But they took that was that a real graveyard. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. so fucking good. Yeah. And then he gets in one, and he's just sitting there. Yeah. And the look on his face is just devastating. Yeah. Because he just, he had to get back in there. But he still doesn't. He didn't want. To, he didn't want to do this, right? But he fucking had to do it. Yeah. It's just oh, this fucking movie. It's so fucking amazing. <laughs> I was. I cried at least fifteen oh, wow. times in this fucking movie. I, I don't know if I've cried. Well, maybe. No, no. I did cry. You're at the an scene. unfeeling no, monster. No, 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 no. <laughs> I did. No, I did get a little misty when uh when she was when he went up there and said the he the Harold the he shows scene. that 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 scene got me. But yeah, I I do think. I don't know if I'm a monster for this, but I think it's a it gets a little over sentimental at times for me. In the I, movie. I think it part of it a is little syrupy, a little I, syrupy. I will tell you the story about this movie for me now. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the '90s, yes. For like six months, I had I lived with my grandparents. Yeah. I moved back to small town Wisconsin, and I lived upstairs in the upstairs like apartment they had. Okay. And for most of that time, I just sat there watching TV. Okay. okay. It's when I found in the middle of a fucking night, uh, Helter Skelter came on. The miniseries. Oh, the, like, oh yeah. that thing. And I'm like, well, I didn't sleep that night. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's where I saw Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's good. Do, yeah, I, yeah. do I fucking like musicals? <laughs> I like musicals. Okay. That was when I found out I like musicals. Oh, cool. And also, this movie came on. Yeah. And with commercials means I sat there for fucking four hours. <laughs> yeah, this movie. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, I did not expect this movie to be this good. Yeah, it's really good. I, I was a stupid young punk in the 90s. I assumed movies in the 40s, those are fucking old man movies. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, wait, this movie's like really good. <laughs> no, it's it's pretty good, and I think it holds up for the most part. Yeah. Like I said, I do think it's a little schmaltzy at times, and I think that scene when Frederick March gets, gets uh, drunk, I think he... Does a little too much overacting with the drunken. He gets. Stuff. He is a little. He is a little too acty. He is a little too acty in that. In that. Yeah. In that scene. But that's also the start of the relationship between the two younger people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they meet Homer. Yeah. And his. And that's the start of the Homer. Homer's uncle literally just not letting him drink in yeah. his own bar. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> this, this movie just because I there's stuff I did not remember until I watched it this time. Okay, like, I didn't remember that his uncle still his uncle legitimately just treats him the exact fucking same yeah. as he did before. I love and it, and I think that's why I think anybody who came back from service would normally be annoyed by that. Yeah, but the fact that he's the only one who still treats him exactly the same, he's yeah. like not going to complain. Right, this is exactly what I want. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> so, so as far yeah. as the performances, yeah, Harold Russell is amazing in the film as Homer. I think Myrna Loy is for me as um, Al's wife. I really, really, she really like really her good. in the movie. She is really she good. She might. That's probably my second favorite performance in the movie. Yeah. Uh, Frederick March is good, except for that the uh, the drunk scene is a little. Over and the you top. said he won. He did win Best Actor. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, He's not bad. No, but no, no, no. I, I just, I'm not upset that he I mean, won. It's I, fine. I, I, like I said, I believe it makes sense as being the best movie, and I believe his best supporting actor stuff makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Let's see what... This is one of the things where... And it still happens in movies. Yeah. You want to cast somebody who's handicapped. Yeah. And then you just get a guy who's not handicapped. Yeah. Just fucking get yeah. a deaf person. Get a blind person. Yeah. Get a guy without an it arm. really good. Get any, do any <laughs> of these things. Do what you're supposed to fucking do, you so morons. this one... So one best picture, best director, 
Best Actor, Frederick March. Best Supporting Actor, Harold Russell. Best Screenplay, Jesus Best Christ. Film Editing. Best Scoring of a Dramatic or com- Comedy Picture. Best Sound Recording. Was nominated for that. Didn't win that. Honorary um, Award. But then won an Honorary Award for Harold Russell. Yeah. So that's crazy. He has pretty... And if I remember, I heard he sold those at some point. Yeah, he did. But he's not in the guild, so they couldn't do shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a really solid movie. I'm probably going to get it a lot lower than you. I give it a strong three. I'm giving it a four. Is my I knew you would give it a four. It's... Well, it's, I mean, it's... And I can also see that, yes, it, it can get schmaltzy, but for some reason that schmaltziness just fucking talks no, to me. This is okay. an absolutely watchable picture, and it's a really and, good movie. And it, it is flies good. by. It flies it's by three real hours. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, that movie's over? Yeah. Wow, because we have some shorter movies in here that take a Seem like longer. A lot fucking longer it's than this probably, movie. yeah, yeah. I would say this almost seems like the shortest of the movies. It, maybe. It, it kind of does. It kind of does. <laughs> yeah, Best Years of Our Lives, that's that. So next movie is San Quentin. So this is a B movie. This was this movie's like an hour and seven minutes. It is a it's lot really, longer. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. So the reason why I wanted to watch it because Lawrence Tierney, who plays Joe, he is known notorious for having a bad reputation. This actor. Oh, Lawrence really? Tierney. Even back in the forties. Is that why Tarantino wanted to cast him? Because he's well, like he's just like me. <laughs> no, no. He like I mean, this guy is in and out of prison. His whole life. Holy shit! In real life. In real life. Oh Jesus! Because he was an alcoholic. Was he just and he method? Would, he would. How he went? He would get in. <laughs> he would get in drunken. Well, he plays a good guy in this, but but he gets uh, in. <laughs> uh, but he gets a uh, biffy, biffy on the good guy. But he okay? gets. But he got in drunken bar fights. He got in. Uh, <laughs> I can actually pull it up because it's because there's a whole thing on his on his thing where's off screen troubles. So drunken, disorderly jail terms on assaults and civilian and lawmen alike. Um, just, between 1944 and 1951, he was arrested over 12 times in Los Angeles for brawling, frequently for drunkenness. I'm it, pretty sure for parts of this movie, they just followed him around and waited for him to get into a and fight. Okay? Including, <laughs> in real life, he ripped a public telephone off a wall on a bar, hitting a waiter in the face with a sugar bowl for refusing to serve him any more drinks and then attempting to choke a taxi driver. What the fuck? <laughs> he was a pretty crazy Holy person. Holy shit. In 1973, he was stabbed in a bar fight in the west side of Manhattan. He's he's, he's just nuts. And, and so during the filming of Reservoir Dogs... So he wanted to get an old Hollywood veteran, and he was a big fan of Lawrence Tierney. And, uh, there was another movie that he did. And they didn't have Wikipedia yet, so he didn't know about the whole history. Well, I, think he knew, <laughs> I think he knew the reputation, and people were like kind of warning him about it. And he's like, you, you know he what? Might, he might actually kill you. Okay? You know what? I'm going to do it. So, But the whole time, he couldn't remember his lines. Like, I hate this dialogue. It's so fucking convoluted. And blah, 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 blah. And he was like talking about Reservoir Dogs, and he's just... Understandable. He, he's just, I've, Reservoir Dogs uh, is amazing, but I, I can also understand yeah. that you've never seen something like that and you have to act in something like and that and he was just like what the but fuck also if you see this movie every line's fucking complicated yeah yeah, yeah. okay but he but he, <laughs> he hated acting with him and then he would like walk away when the middle of quentin jr was talking so one time quentin grabbed him by the arm and he's like don't fucking touch me and he like pushed quentin and then quentin fired him right on the set but then they made up and they did it again but they all they were holding each other back i guess but then there was a scene, so... But the, this was like a 70-year-old yeah. dude, right? Yeah, yeah he was 70. <laughs> and the, and the, here's another funny thing, too, is Michael Madsen, who plays Mr. Blonde in that movie, he was talking about that he went out drinking with Lawrence Tierney. And, oh, God. And Did they both decide to No, no, somebody? he went to the bathroom, and he disappeared for like 40 minutes. He didn't know where he was. And all of a sudden, he heard all this loud commotion in the street. So he went out there, and Lawrence Tierney is outside with his pants around his ankles just pointing at people. <laughs> so it's a pretty interesting, fun story. What the fuck? So anyways... 
That's insanity. So San Quentin, I wish the movie was as interesting as the story of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. There's, it's not the worst film I've ever seen. No, no, no. It's not a bad movie. The weirdest thing about this movie is yeah. the first thing you see is this like actual warden who's very obviously reading from cue cards. Absolutely. Boy, can you see his eyes yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah, and yeah. forth like a fucking typewriter? Yeah, so he's talking, to, he's talking about like, <laughs> so this is a real thing, real people. Yeah, he's like, I want to uh, talk about how great this system in this yeah, movie yeah, is. Yeah, 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 the yeah, system yeah. where it's all about uh, uh, rehabilitating criminals and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Uh, don't forget though, in this movie, one of the guys uses that system to then escape <laughs> yeah. and murder numerous people. Yeah. And I'm like, I think anybody who saw this movie or that opening would think this is anti that system yeah absolutely okay? but they talk about it yeah it's whole, weird they act, act like this is an amazing system so, and i'm like uh you watched the wrong movie okay? so <laughs> in san quentin prison there's like this weird kind of like uh union thing or whatever that they have you have Pris- the name of prisoner it? welfare league is yeah yeah, yeah it's the league okay and so what it is it's instead of like solitary confinement and stuff the prisoners take care of the problems themselves yes that's the whole that's thing. what it's supposed to be and now granted if you say that, it sounds like a lot of prison lynchings. Okay? <laughs> but no, in the movie, it's literally just people trying to hold each other back. Yeah, yeah is what yeah. they're trying to say. It is, is what it is. But no, when, but when they describe it as prisoners, yeah, they, yeah, have, yeah. they have to fix it themselves, and I'm like. They're not known for fixing stuff. So, okay? <laughs> Lawrence Tierney plays Jim Rowland, and he is a war vet that's coming back from overseas, and the warden is um has uh, a good bond with Jim, and he's like, hey. Um, they're gonna do this piece on 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 the union or the or this uh, this thing. So I want you to be an example, and then we'll take this other guy who's really been good, Nick Taylor. And Lawrence Tierney's like, uh, Nick Taylor, he's kinda yeah. not, he's a bad guy. Are you sure that he's rehabilitated? But then they say you have to cut him some slack yep. because you're also a piece of shit. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, also a piece of shit. <laughs> also. Basically goes on a fucking rampage trying to find. This oh guy. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so, anyways, oh, okay. what happens is they they go um with Nick Taylor, the bad guy, and and Jim Roland, the good guy. They're both in there, and then all of a sudden, a, a, um, they're driving a car. They're on the way to the press thing, and then a car comes and pretty much tells them to pull over. And the warden gets shot, but he doesn't get killed. And Nick gets away. And there's another inmate, a young inmate that gets shot. I wonder shot if they killed. didn't kill the warden because there was another warden who actually advocated <laughs> for this film. And I'm like, please don't kill me in your movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, so now Nick Taylor is gone. And now Lawrence Tierney is like taking it into his own hands that he's going to go and track this guy down. Yes. And it kind of turns into sort of a detective movie. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's, it's called San Quentin. It has a little. I think a grand total of five minutes of the movie actually take place anywhere in if San that, Quentin. If that. If that. If and that. I'm like, why is it called this? It, it, it does have a <laughs> film noir type feel to yes, the movie. Yes, it does. It for does. sure. And um, also, in a small role, um, Raymond Burr. Yeah. Yeah. Perry May. He was pretty good in the movie, actually. He was pretty good. But he, he, he good. plays um, one of uh, Nick Taylor's kind of uh, henchmen or whatever. He's almost unrecognizable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right He's pretty good. It was This was a few, because he did, uh, he was in Rear Window, so this is like eight years before that. But he so. looks like what I think of him in Rear Window. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In this, he doesn't look anything. No, like no, 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 he doesn't. Like. So, but in Rear Window, he just looks like Perry Mason. So pretty okay. much, so pr- that's pretty much the, the gist of the film. That And then there's a big uh, showdown at the end between Lawrence Tierney and um, Nick Taylor. I like 50% of this movie and the other 50% I don't like. Because I actually like Lawrence Tierney in the movie. It's he's got weird. This, he's got the stoic, tough guy thing, and I love the way he, he just has yeah. that voice. 
I think he's a good leading man. I don't know if I would have picked this movie to put him in. I think the script is not very good. The dialogue is, is okay. Well, it needed, here's the thing. It, the energy is very low in the film for during the scenes that don't have action in it. It is, and there really isn't... There's some, a lot of killing in the movie, There's actually. a lot of killing, but a lot of it isn't what I would call action. No. It's literally he just shows up and just shoots a guy. And yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. the end of that action. Right. Okay, bang, okay. Well, I guess that gunfight's over. Yeah. And then they have some <laughs> of the, the car chases and stuff. I will say this. The, the final confrontation between... Lawrence Tierney and Nick Taylor was pretty fucking good. It was good. Like, yeah, like that's the whole thing. As much as I'm ripping on this movie, I actually think it's a better movie without that beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. It actually makes a coherent story. Yeah. But then there's this thing in the back of your head, and I'm like, who made this movie and who put that beginning in the right, movie? Right, right, right. Because those do not match. No, they okay. don't. Absolutely not. <laughs> but, like, there's that, because they're pretty much have a fist fight scene because they're out of bullets. And then Nick Taylor just jumps on Lawrence Tierney, and Lawrence Tierney gets the shit kicked out of him. But then he finally, like, gets back up oh, and, yeah. and I'm he pretty sure Lawrence Tierney knows how to get the shit kicked out of him, but also <laughs> still be able to fight. Okay? Absolutely. I'm pretty sure he's had the shit but, kicked out of him on numerous But days. he was like, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, since he goes, he's been to jail many times for uh, yeah. brawling. He looks like he knows how to throw a punch. I wonder if, I wonder if they so actually what hit were, someone. What but, were the years again for his for his when he got started getting arrested? It was like forty four. So it was, it was a little like before this. So yeah, he yeah, was yeah. just like training for this movie yeah. for a couple of years. <laughs> I'm gonna be this horrible punk. <laughs> did he, was he a vet? Was, was he a vet? Trouble? I don't know if he was a vet in real life. That's a good question. But it was yeah. It looks like forty four through fifty one where he got arrested <laughs> 12, twelve times. times. <laughs> That's twelve more times than I've been arrested. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, that action scene I think is really fun and really good, and it's a couple minutes long. I think it's a really good it fist isn't fight. Bad and, um, movie. It's actually a fun little, and it's like I said, it's an hour and five hour and seven minutes. Well, or that's what I it's think. I think fifty percent of it is is neat and has some good film yeah. lore touches, but then there's another part of it where it's just it's just it's just boring. It's, it's slow. so boring. So some, it's when and I'm literally going like I know for a fact they're basically just killing time until right. the next cool thing happens. But goddamn, is it fucking? And I could me. and I could probably <laughs> forgive so it if it was like a hundred minutes. But it's sixty six minutes. It should be zippy. It should be, and, zippy. and it's not and zippy. Especially since actually there is weirdly a lot that happens in this movie. Yeah. But why does it feel like it takes six hours yeah. for it to happen when yeah. in actuality yeah. it happens in like one lunch break? Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm at a two on it. I, Two? I'm at a two. Because it's 50 50 for me. I'm considering a one and a half. But yeah, I'm it's 50 go 50 for I'll me because I, I like two. half of it. I like yeah. I like Lawrence Tierney. It's just, I, it's, and the only reason I'm really giving it a two is I find it amusing that amused that beginning because watching that guy read it, those obvious <laughs> yeah, things, yeah, was really yeah, funny. Yeah. And then the movie starts, and like 10 minutes in the movie, I'm like, this is pro this system? This is terrible. Right. Those guys are, that guy has already killed like three people. What the fuck? Just <laughs> <laughs> leave him in prison. Okay. <laughs> Henry V. Oh, Henry V. Oh, boy. So, okay. I'll, I'm going to give you a warning about my Henry V. Yeah. It's going to be a weird review. Okay. 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 So, <laughs> I, yeah, it might be weird for me, too. So, Henry V, uh, my experience with Shakespeare, so I've actually never actually read, you know, Shakespeare stuff. I'm sure I did in high school. Um, <laughs> I was supposed to, I think, but I don't think I did. Oh, I, I, see, I, I had learned to read by the time I got to I, high school. I, <laughs> I might have seen a couple high school plays. I think um, my high school did *Midsummer Night's Dream* and okay. maybe *Romeo and Juliet*. I but I know think, I've seen *Midsummer Night's Dream*. I honestly don't think I've ever seen a live one. That's the only live one I've seen. And the other ones I've seen, other than this one and movie, are like I said earlier, just the ones that are. They took Shakespeare, but then they made a movie. Oh, like *Romeo and Juliet*, the Baz Luhrmann one. Well, with, uh, with Leo. No, I, don't, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> 
it doesn't look good to me. <laughs> oh, really? I so well, I liked here's the thing. When it came my out, problem yeah. with Romeo and Juliet is everybody talked about how it's this ultimate romance, and I'm like, it's not what that fucking story's about. No, those <laughs> punk kids are morons who kill themselves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo at the beginning of the movie has a yeah. different girlfriend, and a week later he kills himself because yeah. of some other woman. That's just moron. Okay. So, the other, so I've seen a few. So um, one of my favorites is Titus. It's a really good Anthony Hopkins. But that's another one where yeah, it, I believe that, it, that it's would in be different good. time periods. Yeah, um, I've seen Joss Whedon's version of Much Ado About Nothing, which is a black and white modern oh. take on it. That one's really good. Oh, I've okay. seen. Um, yeah, I've heard good things about that. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've s- heard about a good Hamlet out there too. I've actually seen Lawrence Olivier's Hamlet, which I really liked. Oh, okay. That's really good. Okay. Um, so I actually like. I feel like we're building up to you not liking this movie very much. Well, I don't know yet. So <laughs> I've seen 1971's Roman Polanski did Macbeth in 71. That was really good. Weird. Yeah, so I've, I've probably seen maybe a dozen or so Shakespeare films. Okay, did Roman Polanski say Macbeth while he's making that? And that's why the rest of his life turned out the way <laughs> yeah, it is? But, um, and that Wait, was, no, this is after his wife got Yeah, it was me. He made okay. that afterwards. Yeah. So I guess, never mind. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't cross now, that curse. <laughs> so I really like the idea of Shakespeare, and it's like I don't pretend to understand everything all the time. Well, that that's my it. problem with this movie. Yeah. Is mostly, this movie is fucking phenomenally gorgeous. Oh, This is one yeah. of the most beautiful movies I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. And I don't know what happened to the audio in this movie, but oh. I couldn't fucking understand a word anybody was <laughs> Okay? And it's Shakespeare, so if you can't understand him, you are fucked. Yeah. Because 90% of this movie is just people standing there talking to you. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then I'm like, this is really pretty. Yeah, the opening pretty... shot of this is a miniature yes. of the entirety yep. of medieval London, mm-hmm. and it has got to be the most fantastically huge miniature I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, that's it a miniature. Is, it's a miniature. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, that thing has got to be the size of my fucking high school. It was... <laughs> it's so fucking huge. I would love to see like how that actually looked yeah, in real life me on too. the set. Yeah. It, so yeah, it, so it opens up with this panorama of London in the 1600s. Because the movie of uh, Henry V actually takes place in the 1400s. The story does. Yeah, yeah. But the, but the movie opens in the 1600s where they're actually it's putting play on play. the play... Yeah, yeah, they're putting on the play of uh, of Henry V. Which, when that started, I'm like, is this just, um, is this just a film of the play? Yeah. But then it takes half hour, and then, no, it isn't. So it's about but 40... it also kind of is. Well, about 40 <laughs> minutes into the movie, the the chorus, which is one guy, and he's just like, okay, I want you to imagine. And he kind of brings you into the backdrop, and then, boom, we're actually on yeah. a, an actual set of, like, a the thing. fantastic set. Yeah, yeah, so it's now, now we're not in the theater anymore, and the rest of the movie's in the theater. And then it comes back, and then it ends with them putting yeah. on the play. Yep. But what was really interesting when they're putting on the play, too, is that... About 20, 25 minutes into the play, it starts raining. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was like raining in yeah. the play, so they and had to deal with the rain, which is really is cool. Is that real? Is that a thing that happened while they were filming? No, because no, they, no, no, it's no. got to be done in no, multiple No, 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 no. That was probably something that happened back then, so that's why they did that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Because that was were, on a set anyway. This was definitely... Well, it's like Shakespeare in the park. If you got there and then it started raining, you're just watching Shakespeare in the rain now. Yeah. <laughs> Unless so, there's lightning and then you That was home. really... Okay. No, I thought that was a really neat uh, thing yeah, that it's they cool. did in the like movie. Like I said, it's hard for me to review this movie. When I watched it, when yeah. we watched it, okay? Yeah. I don't know if there was just audio issues that yeah. day. And then when we came back and I'm like, I'm going to look up other co- opera copies. And I'm like, 
These all sound fucking terrible. Yeah. I don't know if they just recorded them all on set and had I, shitty microphones. Yeah, I don't know. I, could, I didn't could, have a problem with it. So. I no, couldn't fucking no. understand anybody anything. <laughs> and it's also Shakespeare, which means I might have a problem anyway. Yeah, But I've yeah, seen other yeah. stuff, and I'm like, I can at least understand what they're saying. Yep. I just have to... So you might have to concentrate to figure out what the fuck they mean. Right. But in this, I can't concentrate because I don't know what the fuck they even said. So, okay? Lawrence Olivier, he directed the movie as well. And uh, he plays Henry V. Which is funny because he's almost like a supporting character in his own movie because he's there's yeah there's like well, twenty he, minute chunks where he's not in this movie it's yeah and also he's not in the play part is he, is, he? he is that's him is it him okay yeah. but he doesn't look he looks he feels different because that's a well, play they, well they had a but when they go to like different when they go to like the actual times yeah. everybody looks fucking amazing yeah the armor and stuff yeah. are all so fucking elaborate yep and I'm like yep. holy shit yeah. it's really the cool. colors in this movie. Well, they phenomenal. shot this. They shot this in the three strip Technicolor. Yeah, yeah and it looks it's, really good. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. really good. So yeah, so the story, if you don't know Henry V, and which I don't really understand, I had to like look it up. We're American. We don't need to know anything about right, that right, fucking right. Ameri- that British. But anyways, bullshit. no, no, no. But he it wants to take over France. So yes. he is. He kind of like goes to France and like lets him know like, hey, I kind of wanna. This is remember when we watched Three Musketeers. Yeah. This is just the yeah. English version of right, Three Musketeers. Right. So he <laughs> wants he wants to like take over. The France, and then France is just like, you know, uh, the guy France, he sends him a bunch of tennis balls and says, like, you're a kid, you can't do anything. Yeah. So he's upset about that, so they go, and like, well, we're going to take it over. So they set up, they, he brings the army over there, and then they're going to have this big battle, and they do, and then um, they they win the battle, and then he woos Princess Catherine, which who's, uh, was it a daughter of the French king, or a cousin of yeah, the French king? Yeah, that's another thing. Sure. Even though I knew it was happening, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to cheat and read. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just sort of sort of happens near the end. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. now we're going to talk. And, I'm, well, and, and, I, and then she seems smitten, and I'm like, he murdered numerous people of your friends. Absolutely, okay? absolutely. Why do you seem smitten? This story seems odd to me. Okay, but so, then again, any story, all the real life stories from that time, yeah. all sound like... You people are morons. Okay? So my, so I, I've liked a lot of Shakespeare plays. So I really like, I, I mean, I like Romeo and Juliet play. I like Midnummer, Midsummer Night's Dream. Like the actual stories. I think the problem that I had with this movie. So like you said, beautiful direction. The acting is very good. Lawrence Olivier is pretty, pretty great in the movie. Yeah, he is what you think of when you think of Absolutely. a Shakespearean actor. What he's acting yeah. is exactly what you now, think in your head. Now the problem that I had with the movie, I didn't really like Henry. Like, why do I care? Yeah. Like, oh, he's. We're, we should like this king that's trying to take over France. You gotta be yeah, an asshole. That was, that was he. He seems like an asshole the whole time, and at the yeah. end, she's smitten, and you're supposed to think, "Oh, they're gonna get together." And I'm like, "Why would I want them to get together? Yeah. What's going on?" I didn't. Yeah. So I is that because we're American and we're like, I had you know, no... I'd be more on the France side, and anyway. <laughs> so in other Shakespeare, I'm, I'm invested in the plot. I care what happens. This movie, I didn't care about anything that was happening in the film, even though while I was watching the movie, I was enjoying the stuff that was happening. Like, I was enjoying the performances. I was enjoying the, the filmmaking. I'm enjoying... And I even, like, even though they there were kind like of weird... extensive action sequence Oh, movie, very good. And it's fucking yeah. mind-blowing. Well, and then that but scene... But also, what they're doing, I'm like... Am I supposed to like what they're doing? Right, right, right. Real pieces of shit. But okay. I did like the scene when he when there's that one he has that big showdown with the guy and he just like he take that one guy brings out his mace and he's he's just about to hit Henry with it and Henry just goes boop and just hits him right in the face and knocks the guy flat down and that I was mean, pretty yeah. awesome. That yeah. was awesome. I, um, it's, it's a lot of that's the whole thing. That's my problem with my, my way I'm going to rate this movie is it's gorgeous. I think it's actually fantastically well made absolutely 
I hate this movie. <laughs> I, just, I don't hate it at all. Um, I just wasn't invested in the film. And so it's, for me, it's a, uh, I mean, we'll still talk about it, but I, I'm giving it a two and a half. Because, I'm going to give it a two. Okay. Mostly because as much as, and I feel like it must just be me because I couldn't understand. Okay. And okay. I'm like, we're in a fucking theater. I can't just back up. I can't turn on subtitles. <laughs> yeah. I want to just turn up subtitles. Yeah. If subtitles were there. I could just fucking read it. Okay. So, but yeah, I liked, and then, then there's some weird characters that I almost feel like didn't need to belong in the movie because they had the, these three guys, the Colonel, Corporal Nymph, Baroff, and Pistol. They were kind of the weird eccentric characters that just showed up. Were part. Which, I mean, Shakespearean stuff does that, I think. Yeah, right, you have right. to have your fun characters right. who are there to try to pull away right, from right, the, right. the dark realism that's right, going right. on in the other But every once in a while, I'm like, who's that character again? I don't remember yeah, who that is. That's, um, I think that was another thing. When it changes from play to movie, actually, I kind of like the play stuff better. Like in the I, beginning, I, oh, but also, I'm like, which characters which now? Yeah, yeah, because they don't look very similar. I do <laughs> really like. They're in shitty play outfits. I really and now in fantastic. I do like things. the introduction of Lawrence Olivier's character because the first scene you have the two uh, the archbishops talking to each other about you know Henry taking over and stuff, and then. They go inside, like behind the scenes. They go backstage, and then the camera goes backstage, and then you f- you see all these other people like putting on makeup and costumes, and then you see Laurence Olivier walk in the frame as he's ready to go out, and then he walks out onto stage and starts performing. So that's the first time you see him. I thought that was great. I kind of just um, sort of assume that's what a Laurence Olivier was when he was going to act. Yeah, you're watch. You're literally watching behind the scenes. That was that cool. Okay. I really liked that approach. And that was actually my favorite stuff in the movie was all the stuff in the theater. Yeah. Like, I thought that stuff was awesome. I think I think I agree, actually. Yeah. I think that stuff I could watch. And because, weirdly, in that kind of situation, they actually kind of have to explain yeah. the action yeah. and stuff. Even though I think the action was really well done, yeah. I think all the rest of the stuff that was in the real world version was harder to follow. It was. It and was. I was like, Why? Just go back to the play. The play literally just tells me what to know. Right, right, right. Okay? So yeah, so I but I do feel like that if you like this that if you're actually a fan of Henry V. Yes, I think you this, will love this, this movie. Is probably the best version of, the, of Henry V. You will love so it. I heard that the 1989 Kenneth Branagh Henry V is very good. Oh, okay. He was nominated Kenneth for best Branagh, director for that he, he movie. He knows how to fucking make movies. And he was nominated for best so. actor, I think, but I know he was nominated for director for it. He, he knows how to make movies. He does. He's a fucking actor. And that was his first himself. that was his first movie. I think I watched a trailer for that, actually, if yeah. I remember. He is... Yeah, he's great. He's more movie acting in that. Yeah. In this, even when they're in the movie, it's still stage acting well, yeah, for yeah, most yeah. of it. Okay? But that's kind of what it was like in the 40s anyway. Yeah, like yeah, Kind yeah, of 1940s yeah. acting. But but I feel like, yeah, if you like Shakespeare and actually like the actual story of Henry V, and I think that was my problem. I just don't think I like the story. I yeah. just don't think I like the story that of Henry V. That definitely gets to the end, and I'm like, am I supposed to like what's happening? I think he's literally been a horrible monster yeah. to the entire France, but and now we're supposed to be like happy that he now controls France. But I like the story <laughs> of Midsummer Night's Dream. I like the story of Romeo and Juliet. I like the story of the Twelfth Night. I like, you know, so... Yeah. And uh, this, I just don't think I like the story, so that's why I'm going to give it a two and a half. It's really well done, and if you like the actual play of Henry V, absolutely watch this because it's mind-blowing. I can it's, very it's much see yeah. people getting pulled into this yeah. and going, holy shit, this yeah. is the most fucking phenomenal thing yeah. I've ever seen. It's really good. But I think... Subtitles would help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially if you're not accustomed to Shakespeare. Yeah, I so, think that might, maybe so, that's my problem. So yeah, so that's us revealing ourselves being we're unsophisticated fuckers. No, and we're, we're modern people, okay? <laughs> we're not 1600s doofuses, okay? Our next movie is Scarface. Oh, that's the wrong Scarface. Oh, you that. doofus. You got the wrong Scarface. 
Although I do have to ask you, I don't think I've ever seen this Scarface. You're going to have to tell me if there's any what differences. Wait a minute. You've never? I mean, there's obviously huge differences. This movie's fucking twice as long. You've okay. never seen the Brian De Palma? I know everything oh. about it. Oh, wow. Because it's hard to get past the memes of that Scarface. Okay? So, actually... <laughs> The 19, so this is the 32 version. Even though we're in 1947, they were showing an older movie. Yeah, this is a pre-code. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre-code movie. And you can kind of tell. Oh, absolutely. Holy shit, do people die in this fucking movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still no blood, but a lot of people die really what I would call gruesome deaths in I, this I fucking so. movie. I think so. Um, no, actually, so Brian De Palma, so I've seen um, that Brian De Palma Scarface with Al Pacino, I don't know, 50 times maybe. Like, I, I, I love. I, I, I can believe you. I'm, it's one of my favorite movies. It's very good. So I was always wanting to see it. And I, I'm a big Howard Hawks fan. So Howard Hawks. Um, and so you I, had never seen I've this. Never seen That's it. I've right. always wanted. Seen the I've movie. always wanted to see it, and and so I was really looking forward to it. The actor that plays Scarface is Paul Mooney, and Mooney. Uh, I don't know if it's Mooney or Mooney. He was a pretty prominent actor. I think he won. Two Oscars in the 30s. Um, I, I had heard of him, and I'm like, I assume I've seen him. I don't something? think I've seen him in anything before. So, well, um, looking at him, I'm like, he is good. So, I actually thought he was really good. As a matter of fact, you did. Okay, did you not like him? I am not sure yet. Okay, <laughs> if he's, I liked him or not, kind of. Maybe it's because he's very different than what I expected. Yeah, because I don't in know. this, he is very much a Capone thing. This is one of those movies that I but he almost... Is not, but his story does not match up to Capone really in no, any No. Okay? I really actually feel like that I need to see this again to form a, a better opinion of it. But anyways, okay, so Scarface, it's in the 20s, Prohibition or whatever. Paul Mooney is... He's a guy that goes for work for this um, guy named Johnny Lovo. So he's, he's kind of just starting off as a thug. The movie opens with a fantastic long take. And usually, I don't think of 1930s films having long takes. This actually has a lot of cool camera But stuff. that long take, really though, good how shots. It, it starts off outside, and you see, like, a guy sweeping the street or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then it goes inside to this bar, and a guy's, like, doing some work in there. Then it follows, and then it shows these guys talking to each other. Then it follows one of the guys over to the phone booth. You see some guy come in and shoot him, and that's all in one take. It's like two or three yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's really and it, cool. it was awesome. And I'm what a great it, and I'm first like, shot of the movie. I didn't know phenomenal. who anybody was, yeah. <laughs> but I'm right. like, holy shit. Yeah, it was really we, cool. And here's the thing. It grabbed I, me. It grabbed at me. that point, somebody had just gotten killed, and I'm like, okay, that was cool. It was it was dark cool, you know what I mean? But I'm like, nobody's going to get shot for the next hour and a half. Oh, oh, never mind. Wait five more minutes, more people get shot. Okay. <laughs> more people get shot in this fucking movie. Everybody gets shot in this movie. But yeah, so you find out it's Paul Mooney was doing it, and he's working for this gangster named uh, Johnny. He is kind of, but he kind of has bigger aspirations. In fact, he likes Johnny's girlfriend. Yeah. And... So then, and she doesn't like him at all. No, no. He's, but, got a, he's got a big gruesome scar in his face. He does. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so he is trying to kind of go up in the rankings, and he ends up kind of like taking over Johnny's position. And then there's another guy, uh, gangster played by Boris Karloff. Yeah, he's in there, and he's he kind of just for a little bit. But right, right, right. Like holy cow! I forgot oh, Karloff. And, well, I also got to talk about um, Scarface's uh, his right hand man, which is oh, George that guy. Raft. Dude George Raff is a his great secretary actor. dude. Yeah, well, he's the one that flips the. Coin. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah, George Raff. Which that is where that comes from. That's exactly where. So hundred percent. I watched that. and I'm like, that's where the coin flipping means. That's George. From. It's George. That Raff. went on for the next fucking seventy years. That is George Raff. Which, and yeah. it gets to a point where it's just a parody. So and it's in, it is. It's in cartoons. And well, shit. he's even parodied himself. And so in the movie, there's a Billy Wilder movie, Some Like It Hot. And, oh, okay. And he is the main bad guy in that movie. And he. No, no, no. There's someone flipping a coin, and he grabs it from him. And is like, learn a new trick. 
That makes sense. You know. make, see, that's, <laughs> seeing these movies is going to make me appreciate other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a kind of a, a thing going on. He doesn't with, make it through the movie. No, 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 no. Nobody makes it through this movie. Well, <laughs> Tony, who's uh, Scarface, the girlfriend he, makes it, I guess, doesn't she? Yeah, but Tony is. Uh, she, he, he is obsessed, kind of obsessed with his sister. Yeah, his and he's very there. protective of her. Yeah, and he he sees and her with other guys, and he flips she's, out. She's rather flirty. Oh, and absolutely. He doesn't like that. He doesn't like that. But at all. George Raft is kind of you know you know makes yeah. googly eyes at each other, and then ends up spoiler alert. They end up uh, together. Well, for about a half hour. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, then they get murdered by him. Yep, yep. Well, yep. he gets murdered by him. She gets murdered by the cops. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, which is funny. So I when I first heard when I heard about this movie that it was a remake the the. You know, this that the does Brian the, Palmer was does a remake. the remake start with a bunch of text that says crime's bad, okay? Don't no. don't go like don't talk don't go no, through no. this movie thinking that crime's amazing now and I'm like, how no. can anybody think crime's amazing? Everybody's dead now, no. okay? What's interesting about this but so I always heard that it was loosely based off of the nineteen thirties movie. Okay. I was surprised how many similarities there are in the film. The, the whole sister love triangle thing, you know, with his friend, that's in there. I oh, okay. th- that surprised me. Him going up into the ranks, taking over to, uh, Johnny's business, that's in there. Um, that all made sense. There was well, quite the sister a thing. I did not see that coming. I'm like, holy shit. Well, the I was whole just sister thing. Well, as soon as I saw the sister thing, I knew I knew where that well, was going because well, like I saw I the said, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he then and I haven't seen the other one. Right. Okay. So I was kind of really surprised <laughs> by that. So there's a lot of great scenes in the movie. Like there's some great shootouts in the movie. And when they first talk about the machine guns, like when he first discovers oh, the it's machines, like it's like a like, super powered you're gun. You're like, wow, this is great. They've got like portable and... machine guns. Yeah. Oh my god. And it's it's hilarious because one of the guys just says, "I'll go get one for you." And he just runs out in the middle of a gunfight, randomly shooting, yeah. kills a guy, picks up the guy's gun, comes back inside, and I'm like, that worked? <laughs> that was pretty funny. I that thought. worked? I like you that. You should have been shot so many times. They have fucking machine guns, okay? Now, <laughs> my thing that I'm struggling with the movie is, and I think you were talking about that you liked him, I'm not sure what I think of Paul Muni's performance because he his portrayal, and now he's an all-in actor. I think he's one of those actors that he makes a choice and he's like, I'm going to go for it. Okay. He kind of portrays Scarface like a universal monster, like a Frankenstein yeah. or a Dracula because he's so over the top and he just feels... It feels I so think, showy. I feel like he's portraying it like a guy who has like bipolar or something. Okay. Because he okay. can just turn on a dime. Yeah. Okay. And you have no idea if he's your friend now and if he's going to shoot you at five minutes. Okay? Right. And he's going to do that. And in actuality, I don't know. It made sense to me. He was well. He was very he's supposed to be a scary monster. Very unpredictable. And he's a very scary monster. Right. And so <laughs> that's why I I wasn't sure. Like I need to watch it again to see if I actually like his performance. Because I'm just like I don't know. Because I like Howard Hawks direction a lot. But I wasn't sure if I was liking Paul Muni's performance. But then I was also thinking of Al Pacino's performance, who's also super over the oh, top. Oh, yeah, he's never, like, subdued. Super crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know super what Cuban. I think. So <laughs> I'm at a two and a half on there's, it. There's, because, there's, so, there are people there are. This movie is about Italian-Americans. Yes. Well, Scarface is about, like, Cuban-Americans. It is. Right? It is. Uh, in this, there's a few of the people who literally just sound like Mario showed up. Okay? Oh, absolutely. It's, pretty, it's like, yeah. I mean, it's hard to laugh 
it's hard not to laugh, but it's also like I have to. I mean, I can't like not accept it. It's right, fucking. Right, right. It's way before any of that shit. But it is funny. Actually, yeah. I'm gonna give this movie three stars. Really? Yeah. So I'm gonna two and a half just because. But I think if I watch it again, knowing Paul Muni's performance, I think I can get into it. But it was so hammy and over the top that at times I'm just like, I don't know what you're doing. Like it was just. It was almost too much for me. But. Yeah, maybe that's why I liked it. I yeah. want it to be too much. He's supposed to be terrifying. And maybe that's why if I watch it again, I, I'll it, enjoy it. It's more, yeah. it, it feels more like if I was actually to meet Al Capone, I he might seem nice, but also I'm going to sit there going, <laughs> he might just decide to have me killed at any moment because I've been known to say random shit that gets you killed. Okay? <laughs> Our next movie is Suddenly It's Spring. Now, this is the one I knew nothing, nothing. about. Apparently, there's a, Shake, there's a not Shakespeare, there's a Frank Sinatra song, Suddenly It's Spring. I haven't listened to it yet. Is that but anything I, to I, do when with I did, When I did some searching, I found a song that was by Frank Sinatra. Huh. There's a there's radio adaptation. Oh. About World War II veterans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very different in tone. Oh, very different in tone. <laughs> Very different in okay. tone. So this one is stars uh, Paulette Goddard, and she actually has first billing. Fred, and then uh, Fred McMurray. She was the bigger star. Fred McMurray never got huge. He got he turned into a big TV star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, and Disney never had a doing huge, his Disney stuff. Yeah, yeah. But a Disney star is different than huge. Star. Act, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> at least back then, now it'd be a huge star. <laughs> Paulette Goddard. So I know her from she was a uh, in a lot of comedy. So she was in Modern Times. And Great Dictator, two Charlie Chaplin oh, films. Oh, really? Yeah. And she was also in two Bob Hope films I saw, The Cat and the Canary and The Ghost Breakers. She was also married at one point, I don't know when, but she was married to uh, Burgess Meredith. <laughs> good job, Burgess. Wowzers. Good, good job, Burgess. <laughs> solid. Going by, especially, just look at the poster. You're going to go like, solid job, Burgess. And you know what? Okay. No, yeah, and she's, and, and what's great about it, too, because you know, a lot of times in Hollywood, it's, and back then and stuff, they would have these really young actresses and stuff. She's like 36. No, yeah, she 35, actually, 36, I can tell watching it, I'm like, actually, I think she is the correct age. Yeah, she's absolutely. She's not 22 playing 36. She's like 36 playing 36. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, no, it was interesting. So, yeah, it's, it's set um right after World War II. Paul Gunnard is, she plays, and, and Fred McMurray, they play... A husband and wife were they're about to get yeah, they're lawyers. They were about to get a divorce before the war. Yeah, it was That's like what her it idea. Like. It seemed like yep. And so they kind of separated, but then the war happened, so they never got to do it. While she was away and he came back, he kind of has been dating this girl. He's like she's he's waiting for to um Paul, his wife to come back so he can have her sign the divorce papers. He's really excited about he's it. He's really excited. Yeah, well, he's excited, but also nervous as fuck to like bring it up with her. Because yeah. he's afraid of her or something? It's yeah, 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 a little bit weird. So, <laughs> so he brings it up, and so he, but she, she was kind of actually really excited to see him because she hasn't seen him in a while. Yeah, she's like changed her mind about this right. thing, right? And you find out later on. You yeah. don't really know at first, yeah. but you're like, oh, she. I, I think she just wants to see where it goes. Yeah. I don't think she's ready to be like, hey, well, like, let's get uh, back together. She, she keeps stalling on signing the papers, essentially. Right, right, right. He's like, I got the papers here. And she's like, right. let's tell him, change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so Fred, um, he's trying to get her to change the papers. But then he also has this really skeevy friend. <laughs> what was that guy is, well, he's like a client. <laughs> he's his I client. Guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Lindsay. And he shows plays. up. No, uh, Mac, and the McDonald way, McCary. Sorry. The way he treats her, I really hope they don't get together. Because yeah. God damn, is this guy a piece of shit. Right. And I'm like, and at the time I'm like, wasn't sure if I was supposed to think he's a piece of shit. Right. Or if that's just what I think men are like. 
Right. Spoiler, he doesn't end up with her. And I no. think he's supposed to be a piece of shit in this movie. And I'm like, good. Right. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think so, too. Because he is a piece of slimy garbage. He is really bad in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's actually really good at being bad. He like, is. The actor is really good in the movie. Right, it's McDonald McCary. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he's really good in the movie. Essentially, he's like kind of chasing her around and she's like, oh, nope, I have to go over to Detroit. And so he follows her to Detroit trying to get her to sign. All the meantime, his friend is trying to get in her pants, trying to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And his wife is like going, come on, you got to get the signed. You got to get the signed. And it goes back and forth. But then it's weird. He's trying to, he starts hitting on her. Okay. He then literally finds out she's his lawyer's wife yes and that slows him down for about a minute okay <laughs> and then he goes right back in <laughs> right right right. doesn't slow him down a whole lot no no no, no. Does not. but then fred mcmurray's like he's trying to find a way he's like you know i think she wants to be he you know he's kind of figuring out that she wants to be with him so now he's just like and she's trying really hard to seduce him now by wearing sexy lingerie yeah, in the which train is in the, which is in the poster yeah, yeah yeah and it works oh yeah on me it works yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways he's just like you know uh, his friend is like you know what you just gotta act like a big fucking jerk yeah to do that he's just like uh, then she'll dump you so <laughs> then fred mcmurray comes in and he acts like a big like loud mouth he's yeah. like hey and smoking a cigar and all that stuff but he isn't like here's the thing it kind of sounds like what we're saying yeah. is how you get the woman is to be a jerk no in this be a jerk because then she will break up yeah, with yeah, you yeah. because that's kind of what you want you have another no, hot and girlfriend. i wasn't sure if his, his wife other hot girlfriend is a real bitch and, and okay. yeah, yeah but paula Gennard, <laughs> now she either she was because she made it like oh i actually like you being a jerk but i don't think she did i think she was just understanding Calling his bluff is yeah, what yeah, I would yeah, call yeah, it. yeah yeah long story short they end up together at the end <laughs> yes, and he uses the jerk thing yes. to like at the end in a comedic way. Actually, weird stuff that made me happy at the end when what? Oh, she showed him what she learned in the war. Oh yeah, they you know keep on I mean? saying that throughout the movie, like that she got good at sex it, or something. No, yeah. I mean, in the movie, no, but I think they're insinuating yes. Yes, I'm not willing to get blowjobs. <laughs> what it was. That was actually a really funny scene. <laughs> You know what? This movie surprised me. I liked it. It's actually, I liked that quite I bit. liked it. Mostly uh, because it didn't do the shit where I expected to no, go. No, I think Paulette Goddard is really great in the movie. She's a fantastic lead. She carries the movie. Yeah, She's she wonderful does. in the film. Fred McMurray is really good in the movie. He and, is. like, he is he, good through the whole movie, pretty much. He is good throughout the whole movie. And even when his jerk, when he does his jerk thing, it's hilarious. It's, it's very funny. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he's really good at it. And... It's also weird how that, yeah. he's, that he keeps it up at good, even though she is it dawning on her that this is all bullshit. Yeah. Because she's known him for fucking years. She yeah. knows this isn't him, okay? I think it's <laughs> a really fun screwball comedy with really good dialogue. I think the two performances from the leads are fantastic. Again, McDonald McCurry is the jerk as Jack Lindsay. He was an asshole, and he's really funny This is in almost the a hidden gem. Yeah, I I would say it's a it's a it's, I would say it's a mild hidden gem. It's a mild hidden. I, gem. I think it's really good because I, we did not know this. This movie. is a movie, and, and I watched it, and I'm like, guys, you I, can't. I, that's like my second favorite movie. This episode, so there far. is you can't find it on DVD or Blu-ray. No, um, there's a crappy copy on YouTube. Yeah, there's it's, it's really you, shitty copy. On you YouTube. cannot find this anywhere, and I feel like I think it needs to come back in some kind of form. I thought I, thought I saw a Blu-ray I don't th- Okay, that would be awesome. Or unless yeah, it's... Oh, or, that's right. All I gotta do is tell you about it, and you'll buy it. And then I can yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think, I think it's one of those movies that shouldn't be forgotten about. It's a Paramount Pictures. It's a largely forgotten uh, uh, film, and I thought it was a pleasant it's, surprise. It's pleasant. It's unique. 
The yeah. plot is something I had never, never. ever seen no, before. No, no. The plot is so different. I'm incorrect. Amazon has shit. On yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so, but yeah. But I, except for, now there's a Glenn Miller song called Suddenly in Oh, jeez. There's a lot of these no, I think, songs called I thought it. I thought it was a pleasant surprise. It's not going to change any lives or anything like that. It's not going to break any records. No. It didn't really win any awards. But and I think I, it's good. I, I would almost suggest you can watch it on YouTube, but that uh, YouTube copy sucks. It does suck. <laughs> but the fact that it exists means somebody has a fucking copy of this movie. And actually watching that, I'm like, it doesn't actually look bad. It's just the audio is out of sync. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sounds it's, like shit. Yeah, so I, I, I'm going to give it a three. I'm going to give it a solid three. Yay. I actually was like. Yeah, I like this I, a lot. The movie, I'm like, I was somewhat like, as it was going, I'm like, I hope I like this movie. But it could really ruin the movie at the end, and it does not. It, no, it's so it's a comedy no. thing at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't take it too seriously. The scene I do th- the scenes when she was trying to seduce him though is so funny. Yeah, it's very, it's so funny. There's a lot of shit in this that's actually really funny. It cracks me up. Well, I and like... it's actually on the edge. Some yeah. of it. Some of it is. Some of it is insinuating things. It doesn't tell you, but I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. And okay. I like all the train stuff too. Like he gets off on the train and then he runs back, <laughs> and the porter helps him back up. And yeah, then the, he, yeah, the train, yeah. Shit, the train shit was great. The train shit was but great. yeah, no, it was, it was, this was a because really fun movie. Because that was part movie. of her stalling. She's like, oh, I have to go on a trip now. Yeah. She's like, oh fuck, now I gotta follow her. And uh, yeah, <laughs> a, a polygon artist, great Frederick Murray, really good performance. So our last movie is Notorious. So Alfred Hitchcock didn't see, never seen this movie. So my history with this film, even though I haven't seen it, um, I was in film school. So back in '95, I was watching this. They, we watched this in film school. I'm a night owl. My film school, one of my class, this film class in particular, started at seven o'clock in the morning. I slept through this movie. Seven o'clock <laughs> in the morning isn't a real time. Often. Right, right, right. That's bullshit. I, That's a fake time. That's only designed for sleep. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I did not. Uh, I was not awake for this. So, so you I kind of had seen it. You oh, had slept. I, it had been on in the room you're in. <laughs> I don't. I was probably asleep by minute two. Like I was. I don't. I remember. I don't remember even anything. Well, I feel bad. Title, it was so. a pretty fun, good movie. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Oh God. Yeah. It's another one where the plot is a different thing than I have ever seen before. So yes. <laughs> well, it starts with um, Ingrid Bergman's father is uh, convicted of a Nazi spy. So so his father is yes. a Nazi spy. and She's sad about it, but also she was not on his side. No, absolutely not. But her dad's not. been mur- killed. Yes. Put to death, for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for, no, no. For treason. Right, 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 right. So he gets, <laughs> so he gets uh, put away, and then so she goes to Rio, and, oh no, no, she doesn't go to Rio. She's at her house, and then she's like, she kind of, it seems like, She's one of those people that just gives parties and go outs with random guys. Yeah. And, and She's like crying, Because her father had right. literally just died. So at this party is this other guy, Cary Grant, who's handsome, pretty handsome. Yeah, yeah. Handsome McHandsome face Yep, 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 yep. It's Devlin. <laughs> he plays Devlin, who ends up being an agent, a U.S. agent. He is there to recruit her to... He doesn't really know what yet. They have evidence, and they are positive. She was not on her father's side. Yes, so they're they're and, they're, and for some of this movie, I'm yeah. like, is this some long play? It doesn't no. take very long. You're like, nope. They want to use, right. okay. yeah, I know. They want to <laughs> use some kind of, they want to use some kind of uh, her in some kind of way to maybe spy on someone they don't really know yet. Recruit her into right, right, right. into the spy game. So while they're mm-hmm. waiting, they're while they're waiting for their assignment in Rio, they um, Alicia and Devlin end up falling in love. And he, I mean, he's trying not to do it. It's like, she's like, you won't say it. And he's like, I don't need to. Actions speak louder than words, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And well, then he finds out that 
there is a guy named Sebastian who was a friend of her father's who did have a thing for Ingrid Bergman's character, which I should probably know it's Alicia Huberman. She knows who remembers who this guy is and what the, the um, Cary Grant's superiors want him, want her to go and kind of play up and kind of like almost fall in love with him and kind of start dating him and wooing him. Yes. So she can well, find they, out they, information. They found yeah. out, they have reason to suspect because she knew him when yeah, years yeah, yeah. ago yeah. that he had a crush on her. Yeah. Because he's straight. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so so she she agrees to do it, but Devlin is kind of like, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, he, he doesn't say he doesn't want her to do it, but he doesn't want her to do it. Yeah. But he's still like, you know because, what? But he's, but his, but he's kind of above you know, like begging him, like, don't do it. Please don't do it. He just, he sees if she's going to take it. And then he kind of resents her for it a little bit. Yeah. So what happens well, is part of it is he knows if she does this, yeah. she has to go all in on this. Absolutely. She's literally, she yeah. literally marries the guy. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Sebastian is played by Claude Rains, yeah. who is the invisible man. Yeah. But he's also um, a famous character in Casablanca. In yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Claude Rains, is he's a, he's he was fan- nominated for this film. Oh, supporting for good actor. reason. Yeah. He's fucking he lost bad. to Harold, which is understandable. I'm going to tell you, literally any other year I'd be mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, Claude Rains is fantastic in the film. Yeah, she ends up marrying him. And but then you, you find out that they're they're the MacGuffin of the film because there's always a MacGuffin in um, in a yeah. Hitchcock film yeah, yeah 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 and that's the uranium or whatever that's in hidden in it's the yeah well it's, hidden it's, in the all wine you know, all you know is there's some type of stuff in the in the wine bottles. in the wine bottles you find out eventually it's uranium so yeah, I'm yeah. like oh, so they're all dead okay they're so all dead from radiation so she's thing. gonna find because <laughs> they live in a house so she's trying radi- to find out but, but so so she invites Devlin over for the key and Devlin was with her when she met Sebastian. So Sebastian knows who that is. Like, oh, that's just some American I met on the plane or whatever. He's just this, the most handsome guy you've ever right. seen, but he's just my friend. He's okay? just my friend. <laughs> even, even though he wants to bang me, I don't want to bang him. That's, I mean, pretty much. I mean, obviously I do, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably have, okay? Right, right, right. <laughs> so she ends up, she, well, so he's pretty jealous of it, but he's trying to, he's trying to understand and trying, you know. Even though he's jealous, he's like, he's you know what? actually, although he's literally a fucking Nazi. Yeah. It's not, a bad husband. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Except for the part where eventually he tries to murder her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but until then, he seems like he's an okay guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? So he... But anyways, there's a, they have a dinner party, and they that's when they're going to try to sneak Cary Grant into the wine cellar. And that yeah. is when... Um, that whole sequence is fucking When she tries to cool. get the key, and, yeah. and she finally gets it and stuff. He comes down there, Claude Rains does, as they're both down there, and then he's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to have to kiss you. So it looks yeah. like that we're, che- you know, you're cheating on yeah. me and stuff. And then, so he's really, you know, he... Because Nazis have never killed their wives right. for cheating on them. No, never. <laughs> so anyways, he, so he finds that out. But then he discovers that he finally goes to the wine cellar because the key... Well, he, it, it, well first he, of all, though, though, he finds out the key's missing. Then he wakes up in the morning and the key is back on his keychain. Yeah. So he goes to the wine cellar and... They did an okay job cleaning, but they didn't do a perfect nope, job cleaning. Nope, nope. He found <laughs> the stuff and he's like, they know and they... That's when he figures out that she's an agent. And then his mom, who's awesome in the movie, his mom's really good. Oh, actually, probably my best supporting actress in, she? in, in this episode. Me too. Because Her name is Leopoldine Constantine. Is, here's the thing. She is more terrifying than he ever is. Oh, I think so too. Like, as soon as you see her... I'm like, mm. yeah. <laughs> I already know she's that so she's the one calling the fucking scary. shots she's in this movie. So yeah, scary. Um, but her and so the mom and and Claude Rains, they 
um, start poisoning her with arsenic, arsenic, I think. Slowly poisoning her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. And then... Arsenic? We don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't really tell you. Um, It says poison. Right. So then... Because arsenic kills you a lot faster. Right, 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 right. It's been like two weeks. They haven't seen her in a couple (laughs) weeks. He goes there. She's still just dying, but not dead. Right. I mean, I think she might die in like 12 minutes. Right, right, right. (laughs) So, obviously, spoilers, but yeah, the end of the movie is him. He comes back to rescue her. And the way he rescues her is not by punching or shooting. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to carry her. I'm taking her out. What are you going to do about it? Yep. Because, because. It's, it's, it's why, one, it's one of the reasons this movie's so fucking Because, good. because um, all the other guys, uh, you know, that all the Nazis are there having a meeting. And Claude Rains is like, if those guys knew that I married an agent, I'm dead. Yeah. And so he so doesn't he, want them to know. Yeah. And so he's like, so I he will make a big scene. Yeah, so he's like carrying her out and he's like, you literally can't do shit. Right. Because if you even insinuate yeah. that she, yeah. that I can't do this because of And then is. Claude Rains is like, take me with you. It's like, And he's like, no. Any, anything but leaving me here. And he goes... I'm gonna leave you here. Okay. Yep. And then he walks into the house, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. So that guy's and, uh, dead. Uh, the bad guys, the other bad guys, come out of the house yeah, and look yeah. at him, and I'm like, that guy's oh super dead. shit, that guy dies, and he doesn't die a happy death. Okay. okay. This is my favorite of our of our Hitchcock movies. So this is not the best Hitchcock movie, but it's the favorite of the so, ones we've watched. This is really good. So I'm gonna call this a masterpiece, and this is gonna be the first time on the episode four. I'm giving it four stars. Oh! Kennedy with the four star movie. Usually, I'm also giving it four stars. Usually, also. I don't. Usually, I don't give four stars to movies that I haven't seen that I've only seen once. Okay. Usually, I, I, I have to see them multiple this times because I have given four stars before on this. Grabs this you. Thing. Oh my god! It's it so grabs good. you. And then, like the last hour of this movie is so fucking tense. What What's so great about this movie is that there isn't one car chase, no gunshot. No one dies yeah, on screen. That's why and it's so suspenseful the whole There's time. No action no. in this entire fucking movie. Remember when we watched uh, Internal Affairs? Yeah, which is a good suspense movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they throw an action thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, You don't need this fucking action. No. This movie is not an action movie. No, this movie is not an action movie. And at the end, you're still on the edge of your seat. The a whole... shitty movie, a shittier version of this turns it into an action where he like gets in a shootout or some bullshit. No, he nope. just picks her up just and walks her, her out and says, "I'm." fucking mind fucking you by just fucking leaving and you're it's fucking so rude. Your mom is going to kill you later. Okay? No. That's what's going to fucking happen. Okay? Cary Grant, even though, so Ingrid Bergman, this is her movie. She's yes. in almost every scene. She is. She's phenomenal. She's miles ahead of any actress in this episode. Yep, yep, yep. Now, Cary Grant. I have to say yeah, these yeah. words. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yep. She said more with not words. Absolutely. <laughs> I like yeah. how that made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally inside joke. Oh, I know what you said. a friend of mine, but it totally makes sense. No, I know exactly what you mean. I promised him I would she say She is <laughs> phenomenal in the movie. Carries the whole movie. Now, Cary Grant's very good, and it's different because it's a it's a smaller role for him and, and yeah. less showy. He is, he's actually weirdly the male lead, but he's still miles behind her female yeah. lead. I, I mean, I almost is, feel like Claude Rains is in it almost as much as Cary Grant. Actually, I think, he, I think he might be. Yeah. In it as much. I mean, Claude Rains didn't show up until about half an hour, but... But then he's in, like, the rest of the movie. Right, right, right. But <laughs> Cary Grant, Cary like... Grant shows... Doesn't, there's, like, a 20-minute movie. I did, like, the opening... There's no Cary Grant. In the opening, because at first, you know, he doesn't know if he likes her and stuff. And that scene when they're in the car... <laughs> 
At first, I wasn't sure if I was going to like it, but I, I got a kick out of it when he's trying to pry her hands because she's driving drunk, and he's trying to get her hands oh, off the wheel. God. And he karate chops her. She was so drunk. When he karate chops her hands, that yeah. cracked me She up. was so drunk, and he was so, like, not caring for a little while. And then he and then he's like, oh, my God, wait, what's wrong with me? She's going to get us all killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's driving well, in, then like, he, like, really bad her traffic. neck and pat makes her, like, he does this weird thing where he... It was weird. He goes, and he, it like, was weird. He, like... But gives the her rest like of the movie move. is so fucking amazing. Okay. No, I like that part actually. Um, Hitchcock's direction in this, this he is, does, yeah. and, and the it, what's so great about this movie is this movie like it, compared to like something like Topaz, like a later film. That yeah. movie's so convoluted. Well, Topaz is great. Right, right, right. I mean, it's not. It's Topaz is nowhere near the worst. No, no, movie. no. But compared to this, but Topaz even, is but absolute even garbage. Suspicion <laughs> had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. This is very simplistic, very simple yeah. plot. Just. You know what? We're going in here. You're going to infiltrate this. You're a spy, yep. and you might get caught. Right. That's the fucking plot of this but, movie. Yeah. Okay? But uh, that one scene, though, when she is, when she gets the key, she um, brings it down, and you, you want to know that she has the key. So yeah. the camera starts. It's in the ballroom, and there's all the guests down there in the main uh, lawway or the, uh, uh, the lobby of the entryway. And the camera pans down, does a crane shot down all the way to a close-up of her hand seeing that she has the key in her hand. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, my oh, God. My, it's like, so it's good. It's so fucking it's so awesome. Good. It's and, so fucking and good. And then when and the scene when he's in the, the, the wine cellar and he's, you know, grabbing all the wine, I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then, boom, the, the wine glass crashes yeah. and you're like, oh, shit. And, and actually, trying to clean the, that up. When, oh. when, when the wine bottle thing happens, I mostly just think, this is happening so they get caught. But no, there's no fucking wine in there. No. And you're like, oh shit, that's right. All this wine bottle stuff, now we're going to find what that right. is. Oh, it's full of rocks. Uranium just looks like wine. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, and yeah, and that part was was great. And just, yeah, everything in the movie, I was just, I couldn't find anything wrong with it for me. No, I, I'm going to say, this, this is just like when I said in any other episode, Claude Rains gets Best Supporting Actor, in any other episode of this, this gets best movie. The problem is, there's that first movie, which I literally <laughs> want to see, and it's one of my favorite things, but this has turned into one of my favorite Oh, things. it's so good. And, and it's not the, a hidden gem. It's fucking Hitchcock. There's no well, such thing as a Hitchcock So this is gem. regarded as one of his best films. Yeah. It yeah. is. A it's lot of people so really, there's good. many people that call this his best movie, and that's why I kind of, that's why I really wanted to see this when we when I looked at the paper, like, while we're watching that, because... Yeah, well, I'm glad we did. I, I, a lot of my film geek friends have to like, give my film geek card away. He's like, you haven't seen Notorious? Fuck you. You know, so it's like... Well, now you've seen it. I've seen it, and it is a masterpiece. You haven't seen My Sister Eileen? Well, fuck off. Okay. <laughs> like I said, if, if you're a Hitchcock fan, and especially like his like more refined stuff, like Rear Window. If you're a fan of Rear Window, yeah. like this yes. is a really like Correct. notorious. That's actually the not like Psycho one. or North by Northwest. That's, this is but, the, Rear Window is the closest one to this. Exactly because it's very simple. Yep, but it's tension all the way. Yep, this is actually a little more complex than Rear Window. I think so. Pretty much every movie's more complex than I Rear think Window. Rear okay? Window Rear, the Rear, plot of Rear Window is Guy Sees yeah. Murder and I just told you the plot. Okay? Yeah. The entirety of the fucking Rear plot. Window's my favorite Hitchcock movie. That's oh, my it's, it's, that's my favorite one. I can believe you. That's my favorite one. But yeah, yeah Notorious... I think it actually might be my favorite this, except for this has a chance. I'll this is my top five Hitchcock. It has to be. God damn it's, it's, so it's, fucking it's I really liked it and I'm uh, glad you did here, too. And, and that's actually I'm glad we watched this because yeah. we've watched those other Hitchcocks and I've kind of like said... I don't know. They've kind of disappointed me because they're supposed to be Hitchcock. They're supposed to be the best things in the world, and none of them. Well, I like to really catch the thief was good. That didn't good. blow me away like this. Thing. No, 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 no. This, this, this one like, blows you away. Oh, thank you, thank you. Finally, I understand. <laughs> this is why Again. Hitchcock is because Hitchcock. I've, I've seen yeah, Rear yeah, Window, yeah. and yes, Rear Window is fucking a mind blowing. It's, it's, it's North amazing. by Northwest yeah. will change your fucking life. Right. Okay. 
<laughs> it's Psycho good. is changed the entire yeah, cinema landscape. Absolutely. But this is on par with all three of those. Okay? I, I agree. I agree. It's very good. Um. So yeah. For so you already said best years of life. This is my favorite. Oh no! I'm notorious. Believe you. Yeah, it's your first four star movie. It's my first four. Well, four <laughs> star movie. Four star that you haven't seen before. That I haven't seen before. Yeah. Correct. Um, that ba- you didn't go into knowing was four stars. Okay. Right <laughs> now, best actor is going to be really hard for me. Yeah, you are so going here, to I'm probably pro- going to go, huh? And it's because it's say so. Fred McMurray or something. Fred McMurray. Okay. I'm giving Fred McMurray because. <laughs> I mean, Cary Grant, yeah, I've seen that. Frederick, Frederick March, he was fine. Lawrence Olivier is doing his Shakespeare stuff. Yeah. But what Fred McMurray is doing, he's doing this quick-witted it's... dialogue. And then when he does, when he breaks out into the loudmouth guy, yeah. he's doing something different. Well, it so I'm going to give it to Fred McMurray. Because we saw the Cam Mutiny, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's a different oh, yeah, Fred yeah, McMurray yeah, altogether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have truly, between the two of us, yeah. found out Fred McMurray, a real good fucking actor, yeah, who yeah. get his dues. Okay? Yeah. So I'm going to give it to Fred but uh, I don't no, know. No, mine. God, it might be Carrie. Carrie Grant. I think so. Okay. Yeah, he's really that good. Movie was so fucking good. It's very good. Best actress is Ingrid Bergman. Yes. Oh yeah. For Notorious. Derp. Derp. Best, Best supporting actress. So I'm actually gonna give it to Claude Rains. I'm gonna have to go the other way. You have to go to Harold. No, not to. But not I, to demean no, Harold. Right, not no, to demean Harold. That's the thing, though. If Claude, if any other year, Claude Rains, of course. Yeah. But then I watched. The guy with no hands be the book guy. No, he I is, literally cried. I cried he 50 is great. fucking times. He is great. You can't beat that. Unless, but, of course, you're like like putting salt but in my Todd eyes. But <laughs> Rains is just so, like, he's, no, just, he's, he's so such good. a classy actor. He's so good. It's he's a classy. Act. And he actually yeah. also actively looks terrified. I wonder if Hitchcock told a secret to him or something to make him <laughs> terrified. You're okay? going to die no, right gonna, after the shot. Uh, you're you're going to kill me. Remember all those horrible, I treat women as bad as I'm going to treat you Yeah, later. yeah, yeah. Okay? Best <laughs> um, supporting actress is... No, it's... it's oh, it's, it's the mom. It's yeah, the yeah, mom. yeah. It's, it's mom. Leopold it's Constantine. In, uh, Good God, she was notorious. so fucking fantastic. Yep, it's fantastic. She crushes everybody. It's so, yeah. so fucking good. Yeah, and any other... Uh, episode would probably be best years of her life would be the best movie for me, but yeah, notorious. No, yeah, but I mean, here's takes the thing, I can't even shit you. Fucking notorious. I had never seen it before, and I'm like, I that blew me away. Yeah, actually, me there's too. a chance that if I had randomly seen Notorious back in the '90s instead of Best Years of Our Lives, oh, that would I be the one be, you'd be talking about. I might about, be the opposite yeah. because I'd seen that a bunch of times and go like, oh my god, it's fucking romantic, and then I cried a bunch of times, and I'm like, but it's notorious. Yeah. <laughs> I can't like shit on notorious. But no, it's just literally giving it the higher one because of the history I have. Right yeah, no, I, that makes sense to me. And I miss my grandparents. Well, that was a that was a pretty good uh, episode. That was, that was a, a really good episode. That was pretty. Well, good I know stuff. why because this is the best podcast that's ever existed. Yay! <laughs> um, and then yeah, next week we are going to be going to May seventh, nineteen eighty-two. Sorry, July seventh. July seventh. July seventh, nineteen eighty-two. Now I know that date. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 80, 82? <laughs> 82. No, no, because eighty. We're we're gonna go to eighty three later. Should I be can't, fun. I can't wait. More eighties. I can't wait to watch <laughs> to watch more movies. All right. I'm your host, Austin Kennedy. I'm Tim Kaiser, other guy. We'll see you next time. Good job, Austin. Woo! I'm all praise. Yay! He's good at this job. <laughs> all right. Bye bye.